by 2030, they could probably uh, let this ride. Until the formula stops working and they stop making billion-dollar movies. People will be like, hmm, maybe yeah. I shouldn't go watch Or this. they're going to figure it out, or they're going to figure it out and figure out that we need to do something a little bit new, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of maybe what we're seeing, like, a little bit. Like, Yeah, I think with the whole Doctor Strange movie, isn't it going to be a horror? I, I, that's what I heard. Like I heard that? it was supposed to be, like, more of, like, leaning into, like, horror. Like, I heard that it might like even that. be rated R, but that, that could I be total fucking, cap. I love that. If yeah, they do that... Do if they do that, that's the right direction. Because the, the right direction is a different direction, I feel no, like. exactly. With, with pretty they, much everything. I, I don't understand how they haven't gotten the message yet from Deadpool that oh God, rated R so superhero successful. movies are going to be successful. I mean, they showed it with Joker. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't the new uh, Batman movie coming out? It's going to be rated I, I think R, it's, it? I think it's rated R because it's supposed to be like, that's supposed to be kind of horror-ish too. Like, that's crazy. That's so fucking I love that sick, shit. dude. I think that, I think that if they can figure out a way to really delve into all these different genres, that's kind of the move. That's, you know that's what, what you got to do. Because you can, you can realistically get like every fan. No, you can't. Because like, it's not one type of person that enjoys Marvel movies. It's every, it's, yeah. it's all that shit. Like my dad would never like he doesn't enjoy the type of movies i like as far as like i mean i'll watch every now and then like an anime or like just something a little bit like off kilter and he doesn't fuck with that at all but as soon as I mean, there could be something slightly not realistic in a marvel movie and he mm-hmm. would usually call that out in another movie but just because but just because it's like superheroes and marvel he's just like yeah it feels realistic for that you know what i mean it doesn't feel like anything they do in that some things are obviously like they have to stretch. You know what I mean? They yeah. have to push like a boundary at some it's point. It's a superhero movie. Just the way that it works. But like, um, in that world where superheroes exist, mm-hmm. like, I can pretty much let a lot. I can let a lot fly in, yeah. in a super in a well, movie where that's the world, and real world. I think that Marvel did it right compared to DC. And I, I read this somewhere. This isn't off my like own mind, but mm-hmm. someone said that. Marvel movies try and just bring us into the world of Marvel and try to yeah. show us the world of Marvel, whereas DC movies try and put DC superheroes into our world. Yeah, and I, I think that's a very smart idea. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's a very good way. To that kind of makes sense, and I'm like, that exact. That's exactly why the DC movies are trash because our world <laughs> fucking sucks. They are <laughs> trash. Like even even like Aquaman. Like Aquaman, decent. It's decent. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's decent. But maybe if, like... First of all, the underwater CGI in that movie is, like, maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? I, I saw a lot of awful. people talk about it. I kind of enjoyed it. It had, like, a very, like, Avatar Pandora thing I going get that. On. I know. I like the... See, that's the thing. I like, like, the look of it, I guess. Like, like the aesthetic. I like colors. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Make it pop with some color. Let's not make it all dark so you can get away with bad CGI. I feel mm-hmm. like that, that's annoying as hell. It's a big mistake. Because um, I'm just like, all right, like, it's dark in this bitch. In the end, mm-hmm. I can't see it. Like, now it doesn't matter if it's good or not. But uh, that, like, at least it was vibrant. Like, they, at least like, they didn't shy away from it. Like, they did what they could do. And there was some, like, like in the arena... That's a sick arena. See, like that fighting. that was a cool ass scene. It's like, a really I, cool and it's like a world building scene. It's like you exactly. can see like there is this arena, it's this massive thing. But if it was just like I feel like that like when they're floating in the water, like the hair. Yeah, like, it looked it. No. It just didn't look I no, I completely agree. I just it, I'm trying to like put it like on the scale of like compared to other Marvel movies. Okay. And I think the only two maybe three Marvel or DC movies that can like be considered as like not bad was Man of Steel, Wonder Woman the first one. Well, the first one, the have you seen the second one? I haven't. Don't. 
Really? Dumb. No, That's a it, shame because the go, first one was great. God, I actually like really enjoyed the first. One. Yeah, me the first too. One gave me the it gave me Captain America vibes. No facts because I feel like Wonder Woman is like kind of like an embodiment of Captain America yeah. in a weird way, or yeah. maybe vice versa. However, they came out. But yeah, whatever. I don't know. But um, and then it was uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I think were like the only three that you could really. I never make. saw Man of Steel. Really? Yeah, I never saw it. Wow, that's because I, I, you know, I remember why too. I remember looking at it and being like, "I don't like the look of the actor." And I literally based whether I was gonna watch. Like, I'm like, you know, usually, I don't, I don't, because I, I like a lot of these movies. Still, like, I have like my cousins that watch. I have all these other things, but in the end, I have to watch them on my own time a lot mm-hmm. of the times. And I'm like, I'm not gonna take two hours out of my day to watch this movie if I just don't think that this actor looks like Superman to me. Okay, well, uh, I completely respect that, but in my opinion, I think there's really no argument can be made that Man of Steel is the best DC movie they've really? made. I don't. I, if someone wants to argue with me with that, I'll gladly fist fight you. But, um, like, think it's better than the Wonder Woman movie. In some ways, I mean, Wonder Woman Wonder did Woman was cool. Wonder Woman was cool was as cool fuck, as but I mean, I don't know. I think, in my opinion, I think Man of Steel is above Wonder Woman, but I definitely, if there was someone made an argument that they're like equal, I could, I could maybe hop on the wave. But you couldn't hop on a wave that says Wonder Woman one. No, I don't Man think Steel so. Two. And you definitely in any wave where it's below two. You're not even like talking to this person anymore. No, no, I think I don't. Th- I don't think your opinion's valid in the conversation. <laughs> like, I, I don't think you understand movies or like superhero movies or like what it means to like have like an epic moment. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so anybody that believes Man of Steel is number one, don't talk to Kev. Is basically the whole idea. Man of Steel. No, Man of Steel number one. That yeah. That means you're agreeing with me. Anyone that doesn't think that can't. No, 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 no. I think anyone who thinks that Wonder Woman and Man of Steel are like maybe on the same level we can still cool with them uh, you're you're an okay person but and if you put man of steel below wonder woman at one and two then like it's gonna take me a little bit (laughs) there's potential but like it's gonna take me a little bit to like actually enjoy your company (laughs) (laughs) because i can just tell that you got some mental something's a little off and then anything else is just off the table yeah i mean if you if you drop it below three, like you genuinely, like you just don't understand DC movies or superhero movies, like and like I, I, gotta I firmly it. believe that. I gotta watch it then. No, you, you definitely need to. Because I did enjoy Wonder Woman, and like you know, like people like to just bash on DC just because they like Marvel. I'm like, why can't we just have both? It'd be really cool. It'd just be nice if DC It'd worked a little nice. bit harder. If DC was just better, like it could be so much better. The, the heroes in DC are better. Yeah, like, super, my, like, like Superman. Be- yeah, like, Superman. Like he's the goat. Like Superman is the OG, just like, like epic superhero. Yeah, he's just so epic, and like I guess maybe that's what makes him so hard to make a good movie about. Exactly. Is because he's yeah. so perfect in a lot of ways, I, and so like corny almost. It's like s- kryptonite. I'm not even getting lied, dude. I think the Man of Steel. Like I've seen a lot of the older Superman movies too. Mm-hmm. I think Man of Steel was is one of the better like Superman movies like ever. Because if you do it right, like I bet that like I haven't seen obviously, but I bet like they probably did. If you do it right, it, he is the best superhero, so you can make the best movie about him yeah. just because. Well, so if you did it right, have you seen all the other current DC movies like uh, uh, saw, Batman versus Superman? I saw Batman versus Superman. That yeah. was like decent and it got ruined by yeah. just like stupid uh, stupidity. Stupidity, just no. poor writing. But I mean, Lazy. a lot. A lot of what happens in. Batman vs Superman is a direct byproduct of what happens in Man of Steel in the yeah. third act, yeah, which, I, I, which I kind of think they touch on enough to like to pick up on. But yeah, I pick up like I understand like exact like the um like the 
concepts behind Man of Steel, at least, just because I've watched the other movies. But I probably should watch that. I definitely should watch that. But they're coming out with the... It's going to be a new Batman, isn't it? Edward Pattinson? Yeah, it's the <laughs> the dude from Twilight. Twilight guy. Uh, what, Honestly, not a bad one. No, actually... I think that's a solid one. It's, solid. it's a weird It's a weird pick for, for a sure. Batman. For but, sure. dude, I mean, and the, they did Hakeem, or, um, Hakeem Phoenix for Joker. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, a weird fucking pick. pick. <laughs> money, by the way. And it was that's a really money. good movie. I that, just... That stairway scene, I was like... Oh, it was cool. Didn't they... Uh, wasn't it like a, a call back to... The one where he's, um, he's, it's Heath uh, Ledger yep. in that movie. Um, they, I don't know what movie it is. I'll never get I'll never The Dark Knight? No, he's doing it in a, it's, I think it's a non-Joker movie. Oh, um, Taxi he's Driver. Like, was that it? I th- like, where it's, it was he's like, like going like, down a stairwell and they, yeah. had a, they had him copy it the same exact way, the choreography. I'm like, that is a perfect way to honor I, Heath Ledger in, in that oh. way. Oh, you oh, 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 you're talking about, um, he did, like, the, one of his dance moves was based yeah. on Heath Ledger. Yeah. I, I don't think it was the stairway scene. Was it? Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I know, I know what you're, like, referring to, because they yeah. did do, like, they paid tribute to Heath in there Which somewhere. Which is so cool. But they also so threw cool. in an Easter egg to, um, I think it was, the movie's called Taxi Driver. I think it's from, like, the 80s or something yeah, like that. Yeah, And I, I, I think so. Or I thought, I thought I think, it had... Isn't that the You Talking Me movie? Is that, is that that one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it, but it might be that. I thought Hakeem Phoenix was in it, which is why he I probably did. is. No. Probably is. He's yeah. at, he's around that age group, so yeah, he's it makes sense. Getting pretty old. He's old, man. I, don't I didn't know he was that old when I saw him in the in like the movie, like in the trailers. And then I finally started looking at like, his other shit, shit. I was like, wow, he's, he's been around for a while. Yeah, like and he's like an established actor. Dude, like I didn't know that. All the good actors are getting old, dude. I don't I fuck with it. I don't fuck with it DiCaprio's at all. DiCaprio's kind of old now, dude. Bro. He's isn't he like in his fifties? Yeah, like, that's kind of old. Brad Pitt's kind of old. Yeah, Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, um, uh, fucking Sylvester Stallone. He's, he's in his old. 70s. Like, he's almost He's going to die soon. Yeah, like, he doesn't he's, have more than 20 years Morgan left. Morgan Freeman's old. Dude, okay, this is going to get bad. I might cry. <laughs> like, if Morgan Freeman if Morgan Freeman dies while I'm alive, that'll be such a sad day, like, for everybody. This like the the amount of impact just like his voice lines have had and like because oh I'm a, I'm a movie guy like I love movies and like the amount of impact he's had specifically with just his voice not even his face yeah, he's got so, a wonderful face yeah, too but like also, just his voice good box. actor in general yeah exactly just his like without even seeing him he would be one of the greatest like actors of all time like, I f- it's like a James Earl Jones with the voice of like Vader and, exactly like, he was dude. the voice of like uh, what was it in Lion King he was the voice uh, Mufasa too. Mufasa yeah like it's just like something about he has that, and he's also maybe a top ten actor of all time. I don't really know Literally, why you rank actor. You don't, really. I don't think you can really. But yeah, like, there's too I mean, many. Let's do Marilyn Monroe and then Morgan <laughs> Freeman, and then everybody else can just <laughs> run away. Yeah, I mean, if, again, it's it's joke. one of those one-two arguments, you know, like anyone who doesn't put Marilyn up there, kind of thing. Marilyn Monroe is so bad. She was the first one. Like she was the first. Like she, oh, she, I, I like, mean, she, I don't she's know. She's the girl. I don't know shit about like his. I don't know. I don't know shit you about, know this. A lot about some history. I don't know a lot about this specific type of history, but I feel like she was like one of like the first like bad bitches. Yeah, like you see her like, on like the magazine covers. Girls wanted to be her. Guys wanted to be with her. Type exactly. Of girl. I feel like, like that doesn't because like you know media was so like different back it was, then. And it was so it was like, no internet. It was like very male centric and it very was. um, uh, what's the word? Tame? Tame. Tame's a good word. Think, but sexually. Yeah, tame. sexually, I guess. But just in general. Because I don't feel like they didn't allow alcohol and, like, cigarettes yeah. and all that shit on TV. Prohibition. Dude, like, imagine ima- prohibition. Dude, imagine, so, imagine <laughs> like, a person from the 40s, like, an adult from the 40s, like, long dead by now. But we just sent back in time a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey. Or, like, WAP. 
or or WAP. Dude, no, but like I can't even. And like, like little kids love WAP. Dude, no, it's such a problem. And like I, that's another thing. I genuinely like it, it's a big character flaw for you, for like for someone else. Like in my opinion, if you think that WAP is a good song. <laughs> Like, yeah, the beat hits. Dude, no, don't like the I will. I know it word for word, and I'll dance if it comes on. But if like you actually think like if you put it on more than once at a party, like it, it, if it's if you're using it for anything else other than like comedic effect, yeah, yeah. then like there's, there's issues dude, there, dude. And like this isn't like, nothing against Cardi B or whoever the fuck Megan, Stallion. Megan, Megan the Stallion, but like, yo, they released some trash music some very bad stuff like i don't like it's it, i'll put them on the same like and i <laughs> i feel horrible saying this i'll put them on the same like level as like nickelback with just like how fucking terrible just corny and, <laughs> like literally like, their song um like, i hear sex I hear, I hear i just hear like the words too well i wish they were mumble rappers like i literally. wish you would just mumble on this shit there's one thing when like when like a rapper a different rapper, like, is just, like, saying some stuff that's, like, a little, you know, over the edge in, like, a yeah. sexual way. And then, but then, you know, they're mumbling it. So you can, like, barely even understand it. They're just kind of riding so you're the just, like, catching the vibe. You're just kind of catching the vibe more than you are catching, like, the word. Exactly. They're, like, just saying these things. Like, like I want loud. my fucking... <laughs> I want my pussy thrashed. Like, it's shit like that. Dude, I'm like, chill. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Chill. I remember... In, like, my Spanish class, we mm. talked about, like, the difference in culture and, like, movie culture in different areas. So, here, you know, if there's, like, if there's, like, a dick in a movie, mm. rated R. Yeah. R. Not no question. No, yeah. like, not even. Rare. It doesn't even, like, it, and that barely happens. Because people are like, oh, I don't even want to get, they're, like. They're mad weird about they're dicks. They're mad weird about dicks. And even just, like, boobs. So you see boobs, rated R sometimes. Maybe boobs. you can get away with one boob. <laughs> boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Love boobs. So if it, but cool. like you, you see anything sexual beyond like making out, and it's and it's rated yeah. R yeah. instantly. And but you can make a PG thirteen movie that has like people literally dying in it, mm-hmm. action like, shot in the face, head, like yeah. You could get shot. You could watch someone get shot in the head in a PG thirteen movie straight and, up. And it may not be like brain and gory, no, no, no. but like you can still you see can still see shit. someone die. You like, can see dead bodies all over the place. Like it's just and it's weird. the opposite in Spain, I guess. That's what that's what she was saying. Like when movies release in Spain for Spanish audiences, whatever, it's it's different because like there's a rating system. The people that do it are different. They yeah, they think of like. Sex is way more like accepted and open. It's like that could be PG thirteen. It's like that, dude. It's like that all over Europe. It's, yeah, yeah, it probably is. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, with when it comes to someone like getting shot, mm-hmm. like, then they're like, that's nah. when you slap the rating. That's on when it. you slap the rating, the dude, R rating. On I, I actually don't like disagree with that system. I feel like at that all. makes sense. I feel like that makes a lot of sense because, at the end of the day, uh, someone's gonna be a lot less traumatized if they see like a five to six inch dick on screen. Mm-hmm. Then they are gonna see someone getting shot in the face. A five to six inch dick. Like, well, Did you have to specify the size of it. This is the global average. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you see a five to six inch cock on the screen. It's I mean, not it could be. It could be four to seven. Like it, it, we, don't, we don't. It's not gonna be as brutalizing as. No, but like, I mean, die. especially if it's like a little bit of gore. Like that shit is traumatizing. Like it really yeah, can it be. Is. Like I like I've, I'm like I'm very desensitized to that type of stuff now. Death is very. I'm extremely desensitized. Like, to like, at least fake... Like, real death will always hit. Yeah, I mean, that has guess. to, but... But, uh, yeah. Like, if I see... If you just see, like, dead bodies, you really don't think about it. Like, obviously, if you're yeah. in real life, that's one thing. But if you're, like, watching, like, 
like even the videos of the the planes leaving what's it called uh and like, the people are hanging on to the planes uh, uh the c-17s in uh, afghanistan and they were falling seeing off. those and seeing yeah. people fall to, to their death i was like you know that was obviously a shocking image because like you just see it mm-hmm. but i really wasn't even thinking about the death part i was just like wow that's crazy and then oh, just turn right. it away and i wonder if that's because I've it, seen death man. Absolutely. It ha- like it absolutely repeat. is, dude. Especially when it comes on social media. Because, like, I mean, I went through, like, my weird phase of, like, I would go on Live Leak for shits and gigs mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of that kind of stuff. And, like, or you just, like, see, like, a random Twitter link. Like, someone come check out this video. And I'll just be like, oh, okay, sure. Like, dumb kid. And then it's just someone getting their fucking head cut off. And I'm like, huh. I've like, seen... I've seen videos of people getting their head cut off straight up. Yeah, no, so have I. I mean, whether ISIS, a couple dude. ISIS ones, I've seen like random like cartel ones. Like I've, dude, I mean, and you know, like me and my family, I've seen. seen I can't count on two hands how many times I've seen someone get blown up. Like, like it, but like it's not like it bought. It, it does, you know, naturally irks me. Yeah, like, yeah you're but like, I'm not really thinking about it. Like, like it's it's like a it's like a cringe factor, like a like a pucker should, factor. I think like it should make me cry. A death yeah. should make people cry. Yeah. Like, any death, basic human death should make people cry, but we just don't. Like, we've just kind of went the route of not doing that, you know? Yeah, like, if you could, if you could just take internet, right, and just get rid of it in its entirety, erase everybody's memory that it existed, and not let it be the future of things. If we could just go back to how it was, like, 1980. Mm-hmm. And just have, like, you know, everything's on, like, hard drives. And, like, you know, you can use the computer, but, it's, you know, everything's USB. It's a big computer. You know, yeah. it's all like that. Um, everything's saved like that, hand, like, tangible. Would you do that? No. Why? Absolutely not. I think internet, as is, is many cons as it has, and there's a fuck ton, mm-hmm. is there the amount of pros it can do for the human race, just talking on, like, saving lives scale, which is, like, at the end of the day, the most important thing, if yeah. you really think about it. The amount of... Uh, WebMD. I mean, it causes people a lot of problems, but you can also find, like, in a very critical situation, and then you it, you just happen to find the right WMD article, could or WebMD article, and you could kind of save someone's life. I know that's kind of a stretch. No, but, but you're right. You're right. Uh, medicine, uh, research, um, I, communications. Yeah, bringing people closer. I mean, the world has never been more interconnected with communications than ever, ever before, and that does a lot of really like that does a lot of good like i mean at the end of the day like i don't know this isn't like fact i don't know if it's fact but i don't think it would be that hard for you know president joe biden to go give a ring to vladimir putin if he really wanted to mm-hmm. that may have not have been possible 30 years ago just getting through the proper chains of communication but now it's so much easier they can hop on a freaking zoom call together do you think it in a way kind of takes away like if like i say we have phones like we all have phones on our street obviously mm-hmm. And we're always on Twitter or, whatever, or Instagram or whatever. We just go on Twitter, Instagram, all these things, just check out what's going on in the world. And then someone in France and, like, on their street, everyone on their street, they go on their phones. They do the same shit. Obviously, you see somewhat different things. Some people have completely different timelines, completely different everything. But in the end, like, that was never a thing before. Like, we'd see the same video as a kid from France. Yeah. Like, that never existed. No, it's weird. So it was complete different cultures entirely. So now I feel like when I go somewhere... I could literally, with someone in, like, a complete different country, mm-hmm. discuss, like, a viral video. Like exactly. We have something in common. So, do you think it almost, like, takes away a little bit of your culture a little bit? Or is it just, like, almost creating a bridge instead of, like, bringing them closer? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, so that's a good question. One thing to bring it closer, another thing to bridge it. 
That's like, I don't even know if I would describe it as either that. I would just say maybe like adding to it in a way. Because yeah. every culture is a little bit different, obviously. You know, But if we all have this one thing that we're all unilaterally doing, I don't know if we can call that, you know, an American culture versus a French culture and, you know, whatever, you know, other countries' culture. I would just, maybe just as a human race, our, our, our tendencies are changing. You know, we used to shit outside. Now we're, you know, using Snapchat. We did use to shit outside. I'd still do every now and then, you I'm, know. It's I've really taken freeing. one poop in yeah, the outdoors. Same. It was a mountain ad knock. I forget where I was. I was in the woods. I remember pooping. Mm-hmm. And then my biggest issue was, how do I wipe this right now? Leaf. I did take a leaf. Yeah, that's all. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Just get a leaf, you know. And then I just buried it a little bit. Slight buried. Kick some dirt over. I had a little hole. I pooped in the hole. Covered the hole. I didn't do a hole. Just because I thought I thought ahead. Because I, you know, it took me a while to come to the decision to really poop outside. Dude, that's exactly what happened to me. Takes me a second. It took a second. I was like, do I really want to poop outdoors? Yeah. For the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, I do." I'm yeah, say, like, that's kind of you know, cool. Took me a second, but then once I got to the realization, that, like, this is dope. <laughs> yeah, like it really was a bucket list moment for me. What, what is on your bucket list, Kev? Oh. I want to shoot a tank. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. Wait, <laughs> you said you okay? Wait, forget that. You said you wanted to bring up guns. I said that was me the first thing I said, and I forgot. Mm, we, th- we it was a pretty good conversation. Yeah, we were wrong. Movies okay, though. So, Kev. What is your what what did you want to talk about when it comes to guns in general? I mean like just uh, I have a, I'm a very simple man and just like you know uh, the the rough category of like thing go boom <laughs> like I I really enjoy it. Like that's it's a very mentally enticing like p- information thing for me. Boom. I, I mean agree. and you do you know this like yeah, I mean, I'm we, the, same the, way. the night we went up and picked Mike I was like yo dude check out these videos it's a big ass gun. And I just like I'm sitting there just like yeah, Something about it so it's just I just want to see things explode. Dude, like I just I'm with with like a lot of different things for me. I'm just like very fascinated in like the different ways guns are set up and like different types of guns that are used, the different types of ammunition because it's incredibly complicated. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't I don't like to get into like the whole arguments about gun control because I think it's all a bunch of, you know, stupid bullshit and like people are the ones a lot of the people making policy and deciding on policy for like myself and my dad and you are people who've never shot a gun before. Therefore, mm-hmm. I think your stupid ass policy is invalid. But we'll stop there. Um <laughs> Well, you're a criminal justice major, so you kind of have a better understanding most people do not that you know everything or, or even uh, half or no, even a third I mean, yeah just, but you know more than like myself about guns just personally also i don't even like i've never even like shot a gun i mean it and no and like don't get me like i'm not gonna sit here and like like obviously some level of gun control is needed like no, that's just sure. that's just common sense like mm-hmm. you don't i don't as much as i want to own an rpg i don't think it's a good idea to do that because i'm mentally unstable like <laughs> but <laughs> Because you know why intrusive thoughts? I was talking about intrusive yeah. thoughts with mm-hmm. Nathan actually on our podcast, and I was saying like, I was just saying like sometimes I just want to like kick a baby in the face, dude. Like it's bad. Like, I've never done it. I've never done any of these, but they just and you were saying like yeah, these are intrusive thoughts. Like they just creep in. Like so, if I had an RPG, God forbid, someone with slightly less mental stability than me with an RPG was. <laughs> Just got the intrusive thought. I'm just gonna blow it, blow it up. What is it? Don't know. I'm just Don't gonna know. Take it outside Dude, and blow something. It's up. like it's like you driving on a bridge. You driving on one of the the bridges across the river. I want <laughs> something about it. Just why not? Just like I want to know if I could survive this right now. Like I feel it, like usually when we see someone like 
do something like if you see like oh like committed like because that's like I feel like that would end up in suicide. Obviously, it would be, it would be classified as suicide if you yeah, drive probably. a car off a bridge. But if you see a suicide like that, there's usually like reason. So those intrusive thoughts happen to so many people every day, and everyone overcomes them. Yeah, no, and that's 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 part of like. And that's a, that's a big thing, because I'm also a big mental health guy, as much as I, like, love to, you know, fuck with people and, like, call you, like, you know, call you out for your stupid shit. Yeah. I, I also understand that on the base level, like, there's mental illness and mental health problems. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't think we need to completely rework our entire philosophy about the way the world works to cater for a minority, which I know that's... Sounds... It's unpopular. That, opinion, okay, okay, maybe. that could have, um... <laughs> let me, let me, uh, <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Rephrase it. Oh, okay. That, that was again. pretty. Let me try that again. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I think, we shouldn't change the laws for people who aren't impacted by mental illnesses, to make sure that the people who are impacted, can't get their hands on guns. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I like. I don't think like myself or my dad or my brother or anyone should have their limits encroached on of what they can own when they haven't shown any warning signs or have done anything that would indicate them they're not safely allowed to own a gun. And, like, I, I'm big, like, I think the there's two universal things we need to, like, get the gun control situation, like, in a little bit of a decent spot is, you know, mental health checks, the psychological assessments, like, they're not that hard, they're not that long, and they're pretty, they're pretty accurate. And they'll tell you if you're that, I mean. I think, or, like, you make it part of your physical. Go, like, yeah. get a physical and a mental. Absolutely, why not? We get a physical anyway, and we know. Why don't, why don't we do that? I don't know. We know we under we know that mental health is becoming like a growing problem. Why don't we do that, dude? I don't know. <laughs> that makes so no. Because well, okay, I mean, really I do know why we don't do it. Because it's money. It's it's all it's money. All, it all comes back to money. And How much my, money I got in employment? Dad, I'm sorry. You're gonna <laughs> kill me. I actually don't think universal health care is like the worst idea in the entire world. I mean, I think that there's maybe some cons to it. But I mean, we also have like three hundred thousand, you know, like babies dying on the street every year. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, it's, like, it's a, like, it's a sketchy issue. Yeah, like we could try something new. It's kind of just a big balance. That's the whole thing with everything political in general. The whole thing is a balance of your emotional, like, attachment and feeling and sensitivity and mm-hmm. all that, which is which is valid and important because yes. what makes us human. Versus looking at the numbers and just being like, all right, I know we probably shouldn't let this happen because that's terrible. You know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, because that's terrible. It's Yeah, it's bad. But we know the result will work out in our favor statistically. Like, you know, things like that. Exactly, like it's like, but, hard, but it's hard to disassociate. And the worst feeling. thing, because basically what we're doing is we're, we're turning human beings into numbers. That's that's the moral so ethical sketchy. dilemma, and that's like so sketchy. But at the end of the day, if you're doing when you have a country of 380 million people or whatever, some you need statistics to figure shit out. Yeah, because it needs to be a balance. Because otherwise, you just turn everybody into numbers, and then they then it becomes useless. It's yeah, become, everyone becomes unmotivated. No one has any reason to live. People suicide goes up. People don't want to be here. People move. People like it's just like the same thing that happens. And like it's just because if that were the case, like if we did go fully like. And I mean, like, obviously way too far. If you went, like, way too far in that direction, just everyone's a number, you just throw everybody in a box all day. Just be yeah. like, all right, work. And we'll, we'll pump food in every once in a while. We're just going to put them in boxes and let them work all yeah, day. That's a pretty extreme. That's but... extreme. That's a mega, mega extreme. Yeah. 
And uh, so you need, but, you, you know, obviously the metric scene the other way is, like, no one does anything and we all just smoke pot until we die at the age of 35. You know what I mean? And have no productivity. Probably go extinct very fast. Yeah. There's those two but, different, but, you know, extremes. And we're just meeting in the middle. That's why you need both people. No. I think the vast majority of those people, the people in this country are in the middle. It's just we're stupid enough to let the loudest people speak for us. Loudest people are so annoying. Like you, so you're, you're not winning anything by being the loudest. Just because you're the loudest one in the room doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're right. And at the end of the day, we vote extremists into office. That's the, been the trend. I mean, we. How, when's and the last time? Getting, it keeps getting worse. When's the last time we've had more than five independents in Congress? Like, I don't know. I don't even know. 150 years? I don't even remember. Like, I, don't I, even I, know if, I don't even know if it has happened. Like, I can't even think of, like, one independent Yeah, person. I can't think of a single independent. I can think of, like, all the... I can think of, like, AOC and Bernie and Kamala. Oh, my God. I can, Nancy, I can like, name you all them. Like, all, the, like, the popular extreme liberals. And, and then you like got Shapiro a, um, and, like... Well, he's not in Congress, but... No, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, like, I know. like these extremists. I can name like, you extremists. Ben Shapiro, um... Who's that guy? Matt Gates. um... You know, Chuck uh, Schumer? No. Um, I'm trying to think of this one. Mitch Tim Cook. Do you know who Tim Cook is? He's a uh, Twitter guy. Tim the Tapman? No. No. <laughs> no, not Tim the Tapman. Tim Cook. He's like some... What is going on? Yeah, they're even flushing that thing. Yeah. Someone's taking a shit right now. <laughs> Double? <laughs> Someone's almost like, this is bad. But, uh... <laughs> put some water on that bitch. <laughs> yeah, Leanna with the little fucking... This big. But, yeah, so he, um... Like, I know, like, the extremists. I don't know anybody in the middle. It's but, hard to find people in the middle. Like, it's funny because they're hard to find, but they're everywhere. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. I consider, but then again, everyone considers themselves something, but I feel like once you fully dive in, the more you go into it, the more you kind of find yourself, like, understanding why these people are the way they are. Because if you're not extreme, then you're not balancing out that guy. Exactly. Like, you, know you, I mean? you, you gotta, if you're trying to make decisions, you gotta come at it objectively, non-biased, which is, it's extremely hard to do so, and you gotta have, like, an extreme level of, like, mental fortitude and not bring your opinions into a situation. You just gotta look at the facts and what needs to be done about it. Because at the end of the day, Republicans have some decent ideas. Democrats have some decent ideas. Mm. Um, the Green Party, not so much. Libertarians <laughs> have some decent ideas. And then, like, but we don't ever come together to make these decisions. Decisions. Mm-hmm. And like the a a lot of like people I've talked because I you know me I love to go and just talk to random people about politics. You know, it's one of your favorite things. It's literally one of my favorite things to it's do. It's funny how much you enjoy it. It's borderline <laughs> disturbing actually, but uh, I love it too. I, I like I like listening. Yeah, I do. Oh my god, fucking uh, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should call nah, it out, but yeah, um, nah. <laughs> we're good. We know. Um, yeah, that was fun. And like, I think that most the sh- decisions just like, I, I think all the right answer often lies right in the middle. And but you, people aren't willing to talk about it. And I think, and everyone, this is my. I remember my um, uh, sophomore and junior year history professor in uh, high school, Mr. Penza. Shout out, great guy. Um, <laughs> shout out, Penza. He 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 drilled this statement into us a bunch of times, and he goes, "Compromise is just when both parties lose." And as much respect as I have for Mr. Penza, I actually very much disagree with that. I yeah. think a compromise is when both parties win a little bit. You could look at it both ways. Right? You could look at it both ways, but I think in this specific scenario, it's when you win a little bit because at the end of the day, neither side is trying to make America lose. So, here's what I think of it like. Here's my comparison. Mm. For those, because, you know, I feel like anybody that's still, that's listening right now is politically inclined. 
but there are a couple of my friends that are just really nice to me and that will mm. listen to it the whole way through no matter what. Let me translate it in fantasy football terms right now. Got you. Sorry. Ready? So if I want to make a trade in fantasy football, mm-hmm. right, I'm not going to go at them with, a, with, with the middle ground trade where I lose a little and I gain a little. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go at them with a trade that obviously you can't embarrass them. You can't be embarrassing with it. But I'm going to send them a trade that has me basically winning in in its entirety. Mm-hmm. With some excuse to be like, oh, I just thought maybe you might like him more. Oh, my bad. You know, whatever. Just a little bit. And I expect a return that is the same, but on their side. I expect them to say, oh, how about you take that guy away and you add in your best player instead? It should be mutually beneficial it should to both be, of you. Yeah, I expect, I expect them to come at me that way. And we'll just work our way to the middle. Mm-hmm. If we can, as much as we can, until we finally have that last thing. Because yeah. if I do come at him with a trade that is equally beneficial in the beginning, then they'll just hit me with the nah. Mm. They'll be like, oh, no, I want this. Because they're still going to do what they do. Still going to do what I expect them to do. They're still yeah, going to exactly. hit me with a trade that benefits just them for the most part. And then we'll work from me being in the middle and then being on the end to the middle of more towards their side. Mm. And then it's when, it's when the, the solution kind of starts to present itself. More, but still more in his benefit since I started in the middle. So I feel like these people politically, they need, they feel like they need to be fully over here because they're going to be fully over here. If we're going to, like, we need to start at the same point to reach the same middle, mm-hmm. to reach the actual middle. Otherwise, if they come in with a proposal that, you know, would classify as them losing a little, you know, to, to your history teacher losing to you, little win, mm. then they're just going to be, like, asking more and then trying to make them reach more to their side. Yeah, so I feel like more winning you need to start at a point that is equal but opposite to mm. the other side. And for, work your way. for anyone who, you know, puts, you know, put up with the political bullshit, that would be called bipartisan agreement. A bipartisan agreement. Is that yes, that's what it's that's when both parties come together by by two bipartisan. Oh my god! When they words, come together, and dude. Meet. They say English is the hardest language to learn. Absolutely, right I, behind every, Mandarin. Right? And I've, I mean, I know a lot of people I know know people who know a lot of languages, mm-hmm. uh, and they said that they mute can like mutually agree that like English is like one of the hardest. That in, in Chinese yeah, and like um, anything. Uh, Russian too. Russian. Yeah, well, it's like a whole new alphabet. Isn't Chinese like writing like impossible to learn? I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's basically hieroglyphs. Like it, <laughs> no, it, it is because isn't there a different thing for every word? Yeah, I think. I, like I, that's I, insane. I don't know. I don't know jack shit about that's Mandarin. Insane. I probably should. It'd probably be a great language for me to learn in my field. Oh, but... Mandarin would be so. If you could learn Mandarin, you know how valuable you are instantly. Yeah. If anyone needs a job. Just learn, learn Mandarin. Mandarin. Or Russian. That's not the go. Especially Russian. if you're doing anything related to anything criminal justice. Yeah, and in and, and business. People, and business, too. Exactly. International business. If you do international business and you know. They said this to us. The guy, the, mm-hmm. I remember I went, I was told I had to go to this thing, this event. International businessman came in and he talked to us about, like, what it means to be an international business. And he was like, I don't know any languages. All I know is English, mm-hmm. and it has been the biggest detriment to my career. He's like, it's kept me from being a multimillionaire. He's like, I would be making ten to twenty million dollars a year if I just knew yeah. another language. And 
my, my dad keeps getting on my ass. He wants me to minor in a language, and I'm like, I'll try. It's just going to be, I mean, because you know, it's, I mean, when you're younger, it's easier to learn a language. So much and like, I'm uh, making my, I want, I'm, I want to make my kid learn something. Dude, like, else. I can barely read and write now. Like, <laughs> dude, like, I mean, it's going to be really hard for me to learn something completely new, but I mean, just, and like, I don't even know, because I've kind of, I, I was talking to you a little bit about it the other day, like, how I've been thinking I'm going to, I want to move into like the emergency management type of stuff, but mm-hmm. if I kept going down this like Homeland Security, well, it is, management is homeland security but like if i went more towards like government agencies type of stuff like dhs nsa i'll be so good that that kind of stuff you would Uh, murder in there exactly but if i want to get like a good posting like i'm gonna want to learn another language i mean and if you do know another language that's like at least from what i get told from like my dad and like people he knows is that like that's instant instant jobs and if you know like and like if you want to be in the even if you're just planning on being in the u.s if you know spanish the southern border exactly has so many jobs for you. It's ridiculous. Literally, People, I guarantee. I bet you, if you there's a certain probably line in the U.S. that if you cut it out, majority of the people spoke Spanish. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know where that line would be in the in the U.S. A lot of it, it would probably be roughly. I mean, just it's just a guess. Just, it, guess. just guess. Probably like, I don't know about maybe like halfway through California over until yeah. like maybe. Um, Mississippi. I bet you over fifty percent speak Spanish. Yeah, in definitely. some capacity. So if you know Spanish, mm-hmm. and my friend, my friend Jake, you met Jake Ritchie, right? Yeah, Jake Ritchie. Yeah. Shout out Jake uh, Ritchie. Lip Gallagher. Yeah, the, yeah, the goat. He's, yeah. he does look like Lip Gallagher. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, I call him that every time. Yeah, he's he's the, he's the man. Super funny, but he's gonna be. Uh, he's double majoring. He's gonna be psych, and and he takes Spanish. Hmm. So That's it's one thing. One. So a lot of people take psych, and they're like, "I want to be a therapist, or I want to be this and that." And yeah. there's a lot of psych majors out there that like really don't have a ton of direction. They just like the the subject because it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. But for him, like that, the whole idea of like, oh, it's, it's kind of hard to get a job, get being psych, completely does not apply anymore. If he knows Spanish, yeah, and is in psych, you know how you know how easy it is to get like, a job. I mean. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Three Spanish kids that need therapy, like, like, literally, like in Lowell, like just in Lowell. <laughs> we looked at a, I looked at a thing today. It was like thirty and uh, percent of the people in Lowell are Latino, whatever Latinx community. Yeah, it's a really, it's a big it's a community. massive community. You could just get a job anywhere. You could get anywhere. And, dude, and like we were saying earlier, like the rise of like mental health or uh, like the awareness, like arising, like it. There's going to be more jobs in that field like yeah, gr- it's sure. and it's growing for rapidly sure. because politicians and schools and school boards and districts are starting to not take it that much of a joke or something yeah. to do but yeah. some of them are starting to realize it's not such a joke anymore and they're actually hiring like real psychologists to like be you know guidance counselors and the, the shit that they need in school or like they'll hire like a school psychologist which mm-hmm. I'm totally pulling that out of my ass. I don't know if the school's actually done that. Very, but I think that, that they should. They should do that. I like, love it makes, you're ripping good ideas today. I, school, I, a school psychologist. Every school should have a psychologist. Mm-hmm. That is a Com- fact. Completely confidential. Like completely just anonymous, confidential. You could just go in there, like you know, like you can get, you can set up an appointment if you want. But exactly. if you're really freaking the f out, you can pull up and you can be like, listen, like I'm just having, like, like I need to talk. I need right to now. talk right now. You should be able, like, you should maybe even have two or three of them. Mm-hmm. Like nurses, big schools. Like, like yeah, yeah, why not? And then you you should have a physical and a mental. Mm-hmm. That is genius shit, bro. Why? Like, and I don't understand why it couldn't be done. 
How could I make money doing that? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, ca- capitalism. If you find a capitalism at its finest, I'm a marketing major. That's what we do. We instantly think, how could I make money off that? We could create, we could create an AI psychologist. Oh, my God. we got to find a computer engineer or just someone, who, someone who's just a genius. I know a <laughs> couple computer engineers. I imagine, imagine that if we like patented like an AI that was a psychologist and like you could, you could just download the program at a school and a kid walks into a room and there's just like a fucking – Cortana looking bitch and she's like <laughs> holding your hand talking to you about your family and shit that'd be the most you could make more money off that than like Amazon that oh, is like absolutely. that is so that is and it's dual purpose yes you could turn into like a sex robot that's genius cause then you could cause then talk about getting rid of the stress like, sex AI <laughs> it's like it starts one way but it ends and you walk out and you're like wow that was amazing wow that was a great I need another great meeting session. next week yeah like, thank you you uh you, you down tomorrow at 3.30 but you know what I was you know what I was looking so I, I'm in an immigration class this mm-hmm. year this semester it's kind of whatever but uh I noticed we did look at these maps the other day and it was showing it shows the in each city in Massachusetts, the percentage of different... That's mm-hmm. how I knew the percentage of, like, Latinx community in Lowell. Because I was looking around at all of them. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Holden. Like, I looked at Holden, Franklin. Holden, you know, Holden. I was looking at all these different places. Like, you know, knowing where the boys are from. And I noticed a majority of the Massachusetts cities, obviously, are more than 50% white. Mm-hmm. And then out in, like, the West, like, where Dan Graham's from, I'm Holden. I'm like, he's got about... He's a central mass, I guess, but... He's nah, that's Western. I, if it's beyond, if it's beyond four ninety five, like literally, if it's beyond four ninety five, you're West, in my yeah. opinion. But um, he likes to say CMAS, whatever. So <laughs> shut up, Dan. Eighty seven percent white. <laughs> I went even further. I found one that was ninety seven percent white people. Yeah, can you blame? Can you blame them? I wouldn't want to be a minority living in a ninety seven percent white no, no, community. No, no, never would I do that. And I just think in my mind like Lowell is probably this is the most I mean Medford's not bad and I you know Medford's right next to Malden Malden's like pretty good splits too but um still over 50% white I've never lived in a place that not only is white not the majority mm-hmm. but that white is less than 50% of the people like what what does that do to me like in my mind you know what I mean give you certain biases and things like that and that's i mean we, we were talking about that a little bit in my uh research math or research methods class like how bias can affect people in the way you see things but i don't know if i've ever i might be in a similar boat and i might be you lived south yeah south carolina? Uh, uh georgia and georgia. north carolina north, fuck and then i mean well, i lived but Do you it, i was i didn't live in like a southern town though because there's a difference between living in like raleigh north carolina versus living in fort bragg north carolina yeah, yeah like because yeah. i mean there's just a naturally a way bigger influx of people and it's also people from every walk of life that join the military so oh, yeah. i don't necessarily know like how the statistics would add up but mm. i i wouldn't be surprised if it went either way if it was less than 50 percent or more than 50 percent yeah so does because even in like in, here in law you feel like it's pretty diverse. This yeah. is probably one of the up there for the more diverse places I've lived in. And we're in. still, white people are more than 50%. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's more than, it's not even that they're, that they're just the majority. Like, we're more than half. So I just wonder, like, I kind of want to just live somewhere where, like, we're, like, 25%. Like, I want to know what it's like with, yeah. to have, like, 
I don't even know. I don't know your, where your the core group of friends what? is not gonna be white. Like that's interesting to me. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept. I want because like that's literally my whole my whole life has been that way. Yeah. And I didn't really think about it. I always thought like you know like when I went to I chose to go to Medford High School instead of like one of the Catholic schools. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I want to make call. the decision. I know. I was like, I want to make the decision. I want to go get like a little diversity. I don't want to just be a bunch of, a bunch of fucking rich white kids because I'm not a rich white kid. I'm just a white kid. Yeah. So I feel like I wouldn't belong with these like douche, with these douche kids. Not that everyone's bad. I'm just messing. But some of them. I understand. <laughs> so I was like, let's just go to the public school. So I went to the, so I decided to go to the public school and parents made it my decision, which was cool. And so it's still like, at that school, it's probably like 75% white people. So I'm wondering what like, first of all, what, how what would be different if it wasn't like that? Mm. Like if I just went on my whole life and it wasn't all like people that looked like me made me feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Because mm. like in the end, that's kind of what it does. You see people that look like you. If you pull up into a church, you go to a black church, like a Baptist church. Yeah, you'd feel a little uncomfortable. Uh, and I, I don't feel ashamed in saying that at all. One, because yeah. I don't go to church, and then two, because I I'm in a black. <laughs> I probably bur- I probably burn. I'd yeah. probably walk in there and burst into flames <laughs> if I walked into church nowadays. You just see, the blasphemy you see, like, that I Jesus get off the. You just like really. Yeah, <laughs> like, I had I had I had a woman s- s- tell me, uh, like I will like I hope the Lord strikes down upon thee with like madness and like I was like in fury or something like that. I was like, I literally I broke into a gym to play basketball. I didn't even break in. They thought I broke in. Like the door was just open. I walked in. I started hooping. And so he was like. How'd you guys pick the lock? I'm like, dude, I don't know open. how to. I don't know how to pick locks, homie. I don't. Let me I know if you tell ever you. need one. And do you know how to pick locks? Some of them. Nate knows how. You need a certain type of coat hanger. I can't do it. Oh, that's all I. I definitely can't. I definitely, I definitely can use some practice, but please continue. And uh, so I just walked in, and this lady was like, "Yeah, like," she's like, "You, so you're telling me that the door was just wide open?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, I pushed it open, but like, I just opened it. It wasn't like yeah. it was open." Like rigged open. It was just an open door. It was just an open door. It was unlocked. And then she was like, "Well, you're lying." Then I'm like, "You can kick me out now. Like, I don't need to hear this argument with you because like I was there and like I know. Like, you can just kick me out. I'll leave. Like, yeah." Like, and she's like, "But you're lying to me. Instead of just owning up to the fact you broke in, how'd you break in? Where did you you break a window? I was like, these windows are plexiglass. No, like obviously not. Like, you see shards anywhere? Like, my my blood? No, I'm just here hooping." And she was like, "With a battering ram? Like for real?" And then she was like, "All right, may the Lord strike down upon thee with with madness and fury." I was like, "Are you funny? Like, wow, bro? I what a religious? What what a what a nice holy woman." Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Don't forget what like happened with Some love thy neighbor shit you're on right like, now. the number one thing in, yeah. reli- in religion? Dude, religion is just hypocrisy manifested. It's wild. Especially modern religion. And like, it's wild. And Mom Mo, I'm sorry. I'm not a big religious person. She's very religious. She's mom. not very religious, but she'll, like, if someone's in the hospital, she'll specifically send the boys a text, be like, make sure you pray for this person tonight. And I'm like... Ugh. Hits it with a couple of these, you know, she like, grabs a uh, chain, she grabs them. All this, she's holding it and just in the name of the Holy Spirit. I mean, awesome. <laughs> she's holding the cross. She's rubbing it. She's got the rosary beads in the other hand. She's, she's nervous, you know. May <laughs> the power of Christ come out. <laughs> yeah, for real. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never been. I was never. I went to CCD classes. I got confirmed. I got um, yeah. All that shit. Missed. You missed me with all that. But like, I just didn't. I just. I hate to say like. I always say like this. 
to like, it kind of pisses people off. I'm like, I just don't buy it. <laughs> like, no, I literally don't buy it. The, I, 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 it's not that I don't buy that they're like, yeah, obviously there could be a god, like 100%. There's no solid evidence to prove that there isn't one, but there's also no real good evidence to prove there is one. I agree. And it, so I don't know yeah. if that, I guess if that, I think by definition that puts me under agnostic. And I think that's what it is. I don't really give a fuck about what label you put on me. Like mm-hmm. I just I, I I believe what I can see and what I can read and what I can understand. Mm-hmm. And the what and they're like, well, that's why it's all based about faith. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're putting all your faith in a fucking book that was written like three thousand years ago, and it could have very well been written by a hobo on mushrooms. Yeah, like could've. which in which case maybe he is God. Maybe so <laughs> literally a hobo on mushrooms. Like maybe for the moment he really really thought that he created the universe, and then he wrote a book about his findings, and then that turned into the Bible. And on top of that, like the mere fact that we don't have any proof of like who did like who wrote it when it was written and like all that shit. The mere fact that there's so many other religions in the world that have a singular overarching deity as their god, you know, Allah, um, uh, other ones. Uh, like <laughs> Jewish, like, there's like different gods. I, I, don't, I don't know what the Jew, is there Jewish a, god is. Jewish god is just God. Is it right? It's yeah, okay. still, like, it's different. Isn't it like, like the actual mythology very similar to the Christianity? It is. So like... It, Jew, it, Jesus was a Jew. Exactly. Like, and like the, that, all that, like, j- you're just all stemming off of the, like this one principle that there's something there and we know that half the shit in the bible is bullshit just because of how we understand how they're yes we've disproved it with science like it just a lot of it doesn't Uh ring true to me and like make sense to me you would have hated these people in the ccd classes that went went because like every once in a while they would address science and they'd be like you can you can believe in science and be religious at the same time she's like and they're just, like, stumbling their way through this explanation of, like, when Moses parted the seas, like, who's to say it was really part? It could have just been a parting of, like, you know, like, it might have just Lent. looked at whatever the fuck they no. were saying. I was like, what are you talking about right now? Like, it was just, like, trying to stumble their way through it so bad. I was like... I actually, I actually didn't... I don't disagree with that. I think you can very well believe in religion and science. I know, I agree too. It's just like metaphorically, but I'm thinking a lot of the things they were trying to say, I'm just like, why are you saying... Like, no. no like, they, they, like he didn't, they tried no, to stretch the metaphors too far. He did not split an ocean in half. No. And there could, have to walk through There might have just been like a, a sandbank that went through the middle of the water. Homie found a sandbank and they were like, and they were like, oh. The homie made a rowboat and made a couple trips. Literally made a couple trips with a rowboat. They were like, he split the Red Sea. Like... like Who's Frodo? Like, yeah, you know, for real. Like, like, they, that didn't happen. Like, uh, as much as I would have loved to meet Moses. Dope. Like, yeah, that would have been awesome. But, like... I bet Moses was dope. I bet Moses was a cool dude. If that actually happened, why aren't the Egyptians more pissed about it? <laughs> like, why are they not still holding a grudge? I don't understand. Like, why are the guys at Egyptian Grill, like... You know, are they okay with serving? Are they okay like, with serving me right now? <laughs> like I don't understand. Like, do I? My nickname is Moses. Like Moses. Like I don't know. Like, Kev Moses. That's genius. I don't know. I just um. But I do. I'm for me religion. I don't like. I don't know because I have a lot of. I take a lot of myself. I, I like alone time. I, me I love too. My, love my alone time. I love my roof. Mm-hmm. Love my music. I love to write and draw and just get creative for a little bit. I love it. It just means a lot to me. So in that time, I've kind of like kind of discussed like with myself like, all right, like let's tackle this. What is religion? Like, what am, like, am I religious in any sense of mm-hmm. the word? Because I do believe in like something. I just don't know what it is. I'm like, I maybe mean, not that there's like even like a god, but just that like kind of like the kindness theory. Just if everyone 
Like we're all here together. Mm-hmm. We're on a ball, floating, floating through space, just whipping around the sun constantly. That couldn't all end right away. Mm-hmm. Could end ten. Sun seconds. could go boom. It could be boom. over right now, and this is all like just my last trip in my head. It could have all just started. Yeah, and all the memories were all fake. Mm-hmm. It could have been made into existence literally just right now. this second. Everything that's the rest of this conversation was just implanted memories. Could all that could all be true? Yeah. And in a world with so much uncertainty, let's just be nice to each other. And when you're and it's and like I believe in karma in that way. If I'm nice to people, people I, I say to people all the time, like I don't know what you're talking about. Like I think everyone's so nice. There's a couple people I don't like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but I'm like, oh, they're so nice. Everyone I meet is nice. Everyone I meet is so nice to me. Yeah. I swear to God. And it's because I'm nice to them. Yeah, it's it's reciprocation. It's fascinating yeah. how it works for. So I'm saying when people it's fucking crazy how when you, that works. It's crazy, like, right? Like, when you meet some, when you talk to people, and they're like, "Oh, like she's a bitch. Oh, like she sucks. Oh, like she did this." And I'm like, "You're saying this stuff every day. Maybe it's it's you, dude. Or like girl. I ain't gonna start talking crap about someone until you do something to prove to me that I need to talk crap about you. Yeah, and like that's. That's it. And um, we, we know, I know which example we're thinking of, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's really like one of like three people that just bug me. And otherwise, yeah. and even, even then, it's not like I wish anything bad upon them. Just don't want you around. Like, I can't think of like many people at Lowell that like, I genuinely don't really want to be around. Yeah. Like there's people, I'm just like, yeah, they're just nice. People are yeah. nice. And like, I'd say both of them are nice-ish people. Yeah, I bet, like, I bet. And there's crowds where they're the greatest person you know there's yeah crowds. but like just, I'm, I'm not gonna like pick and choose you, you yeah know? exactly like, i agree too i don't need you i'm not gonna just be like oh you can i want to hang out with you now i don't want right. to do that either like and not to like sound all like clickish and shit but like if i just don't vibe with you like i don't want you like, around around me <laughs> sorry and i agree so it's just there's plenty of people like that but in the end 99 percent of the people i meet yeah have value and are nice and are smart and just know something that i don't mm-hmm. like they just like they can teach me something. Like, I met this other kid the other day. I met this kid James. Facts having him around sometimes. You'll meet this kid soon. This is Agent Kid James. Just, like, the nicest person I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life. He's just, like, strikingly nice. Like, he had, like, there's a lot of things you can do to make people like you right away. Mm-hmm. By, like, you can reciprocate. Like, if I sat like this, it instantly makes you think. If I <laughs> doing that, if I literally, like, if I just do what you do, mm-hmm. It makes you, if I did it like subconsciously, it makes you subconsciously like, yeah. because it's just familiar. It's, it's comfort, it's comfortable. Yeah. The kids start doing it, but like accidentally. And I noticed it because like I just watched a video on it like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I noticed I got to the ground, I was sitting like this, like a catcher in my catcher stance. I was just stretching on my knees, came right down with me. I went up, sat like this, he did the same thing. Naturally likable guy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like that. So Not for me, people. religion is just being... All of us together. We are the only things in this world that have meaning, that understand meaning, and that mm-hmm. like really feel. So if we just all do it like together, and we understand. And it's obviously like a peace, impossible world. Yeah. But I know I can make my world nice. My world's great. Yeah. You, you got a pretty cool world. <laughs> I got a fucking. I have a great time. You know what I mean? Everyone's so nice to me. I, I'm I've, nice people. I don't know if I've ever been around you and you weren't having a good time. I'm always just happy. Yeah. And I feel like that's all I can do, and that's my life. That's just what's going to happen. Other people are like, this world sucks. There's all this going on. I'm like, so do something about it. Do something. If you, if, if, do something you, you want to sit here and suck. complain all the goddamn time, do something about it. 
I agree. So right. that for me, I guess that classifies as my like religion, just like the kindness theory and just being yeah right. in the moment, present. I think that that kind no, of I I, I agree. Recently. Like, and I mean, on the on on the other hand, you also have to recognize that, like, kind of like you said, like some people aren't going to be nice, mm-hmm. and said said people need to get taken care of, which is why sometimes you need to have not so nice people on your side. <laughs> if you know, yeah. if you get what I'm referencing, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I agree. Like, I mean. It, it, just human interaction by itself should just be decency and like respectfulness and like I very like I mean I'm gonna respect I'm gonna respect you until you do something to make me not respect you and that's my philosophy for everyone I yeah. hate I hate everyone equally until proven otherwise yeah I stole that one from I my, hate everyone equally I stole that one from you dad and I know, that was I know. your dad yeah that was my dad <laughs> that's a good quote he should write a book <laughs> Got to be the most fucked up book of all time. <laughs> I, I'd actually like to read that. I'm, I'm I think I can't wait. I can't wait till he's up here and like he's gonna be coming around more and and you can just hang out even just literally just hang out. Dude, <laughs> like, I can't wait. And he's like, so he, I mean, he said he's like, I'm just gonna pop in on random Wednesdays and I'm gonna come and just make make your life hell. And I was like, <laughs> please do. Word. Exciting. <laughs> like I haven't lived this close to my dad in fifteen years. Do you remember when you lived when you were like fifteen? Might be a little high. Maybe like 12, twelve, twelve, maybe something like that. Do, do I remember? Do you like remember those like years? Oh yeah, a little bit. Uh, I mean Georgia, not at all. I got I was born in Georgia and I was there for a year and then I moved to North Carolina. Uh, we were in Fayetteville and I know I said I was from Fort Bragg, but I mean Fayetteville's the town right outside of Fort mm-hmm. Bragg. It's, it's where it's, it's where the family stay. It's basically the it's basically Fort Bragg's town, mm-hmm. but um, uh yeah, I lived there and I I, I remember a lot. Do you that. have like friends still out there? A couple. Um, uh, who, uh, um, oh god, what's her name? I know Melody. Don't get mad at me. I know you, Melody. Don't relax. Um, the uh, the Greek one. Oh, what's her name? Miss Rainya. Miss Rainya. Miss Rainya. Fire name. I haven't. We haven't seen her in years. But like, she was awesome. Um, there was Miss B, Miss Basilici. If you ever see this, I love you. I miss you. Um, she was my babysitter. Oh. And just proved to be just like one of the most awesome women of my entire life. Oh, uh, don't listen to the religion part. She's also very, very religious. religious. Oh no. <laughs> um, and then there's Stevie B, which was her husband. Um, they, yeah, they were awesome. We went. We actually went on like a family vacation together. We took both of our families out to. Uh, we flew to France. We went. Did you? Yeah, we went. So you've saw, been to France. Yeah, I've been to France. Is that I've how you to, know a little bit of French? French. I also took French. Is that why? Or no. was that before or I after? Just, I, I, just so happened coincidence. No, no, no correlation. Now that I think about it, that might have been a little bit why I chose French. I never really like, thought of. I never really thought about why I chose French. But you, that, and you do everything. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't think people say like everything happens for a reason. Gets so corny, but you do everything for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. You have some some subconscious presets that make you yeah. do things. That might have been it. Did being in France. Yeah, I think it was. Well, we went. That was an awesome trip because we went to Belgium, we went to Germany, we went to uh, Paris, and that was about it. But I actually I got dog sick on the flight over. Like horrible. Like minimum of like ten bags got puked in on the way That's over. Bad. But my mom calls me to this day. She calls me her little stealth puker because no one the else on stealth no one, puker. No one else on the plane knew I was sick besides the flight attendant. Wow. I was a beast. Good for you. I was That's a, the best. I'm watching a movie and I got the bag and I'm just like, <laughs> put it down, hand it to the flight attendant. <laughs> like, yo, um, there's a big value that I hold personally with people that, um, at all costs, keep from being obnoxious. I can't stand it. 
and I hate uh, obnoxious bothers me. I don't mind people that are outspoken. Mm-hmm. I like people that are like, and I like outgoing people that are very like no, absolutely. You know, if they do like Dan Graham's a good example. He does it very no, very exactly. good. He's not obnoxious at not, all. There's nothing obnoxious about him. It's just he's, but he's, but you never, he's, he's never lost he's the a, conversation. He's a very loud person. Yeah, not, 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 not like loud, loud, but like, like, yeah, Expressive. like himself it's is like just a flower. Loud. He's yeah. like, a, he's, like he's, a, he's a beautiful flower. flower. And he's like, so, but he's not obnoxious whatsoever. Mm. You know what I mean? But there's some people that are just like, that just like, they chew loud and yeah, like, like, like they just, just, they just bug the fuck you out just you. bug me sometimes. You the know high pitched voices. I can't do it. Like, it's just like, you're like, you, why can't you just. You know, help like work on it. You know, like I don't know. I feel like it's people that just, you just like, have these little I, the worst problems. is the worst is like when an obnoxious person thinks that them being obnoxious is like the funniest fucking thing in the oh world. I'm God. like, dude, like literally shut the fuck up. <laughs> even worse is when it's an obnoxious person at work. Cause I'm by like I try my absolute hardest to stay professional at work. Cause that's just me. Like mm-hmm. I don't go around. I don't go to work to dick around. And if you just start acting, acting obnoxious, especially in front of customers, yeah. I'm gonna. Well, cause I've also been in like the food industry for a little bit now. Yeah, you have. Like, Longhorn. Fuck off. Like, where, where, where do you work now? Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Yeah, same company that owns Olive Garden also owns Longhorn though. It's oh, all so you're, you're 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 in their system. <laughs> a little bit. No, I actually I'm not like I have a lot to say about corporate. Mm-hmm. Like companies, but I actually kind of like Darden, good. just as a company, just because yeah. they they got a good, they have a really good system, uh, like as far as HR. Even though um, that HR system has failed me before, you know, you know, um, the uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, that was funny. Um, they have this thing called Darden Dimes, and it's you take a dime out of every single paycheck. Uh, and it goes into a fund, and then the general managers of the specific restaurant can request that those funds be used for something, and it's been used before for, uh, like, someone's house got blown away in, like, a hurricane, wow. so they'll use it to pay for that. But it means a little something to me because uh, one of my good friends, she was a bartender um, at Longhorn, Maggie Eckert, miss you, girl, she passed away, oh. and they used the money to uh, pay for her funeral expenses because wow. I mean, she just wasn't, like, it. the most – you know, financially available at the moment. So like, it was just, it was tough, but they covered it. At least that's what I was told. That's a great way to do it. Like, yeah. To and do like, that's why I was like, damn, a couple of my dimes helped out. And I was like, I fuck with that. Yeah. I think, and, but I hate sometimes when things like that happen, like when, when places donate money or mm-hmm. like when like, you know, your tips go to this donation, they're like, I don't think people are like, Oh, that's just a tax write off. I'm like, no bro. It's like, I'm donating. Cares? Like, I, who I'm gonna cares? be. I'm paying taxes anyway. It's like I don't donated. Give a shit. Yeah. Like, like, are you like like like? Can we not all win here? You yeah, know what I mean. Like, like you feel good about giving it. Like oh, I'm giving. You know what I mean. Like, it's not much. It takes nothing out of me. Like I'm giving what I don't need. You give it. Mm-hmm. Company takes it. They give it away to people that actually need it. They get. They yeah. get their rep- reparations. They get their like uh, bad free advertisement. Free advertisement. I guess you know. It's just, you just. It's like, why can't we all just win? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's not be too sensitive. It's just because it's just there's some shitheads in the world that just don't want to just be, they just want to be selfish. I mean, yeah. there is, there is cases where like, I hate, I, when I say things and people are like, oh, well, there's like, you know, this could possibly happen. I'm like, there's cases of every, in every walk of life where shit is done poorly mm. and where people are terrible and people do terrible, terrible, inhumane, gross things. But uh, like people that say they donate and then yeah. don't. Which does happen a lot, which is terrible. I'm just saying, if it, it when in a perfect world and the, when the system works, 
It's a good job. It you is a good I mean? job. It works for everybody. I uh, I have a pretty good story about like donations and sharing. Like, or it's like a nonprofit organization. This Man. is a story my my stepdad told me. I don't have like a source for it. So if he lied to me, then dang he it. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell a story. So do you know what the Wounded Warrior Foundation is? I've heard of it, but it's like it's a it's, it's a foundation it's that I mean like. it's yeah it's it's pretty you know common sense school. It's mm-hmm. like they provide funding to like families and veterans who are wounded and like need the help with the money because the VA they're I feel like they're coming a lot less popular because the VA has actually stepped up recently and like done what the hell they needed to do, like in what ways? Um, they they were so backlogged and under such like god awful management it's, this isn't even like political red like red blue it was the same way under everybody up until pretty much trump took over and this isn't like me you know like you know throwing out support for donald trump but what he did do was he completely like removed a lot of the you know the blockages in the road to get in the va actually up and running good my mom who's been out since like oh two finally started getting like some of her back pay for her injuries and stuff same with my stepdad and my dad, who's on 100% disability now, finally started getting his back pay up until all the way up until um, 2010, I think. Wow. So he's got he's getting he's getting a pretty nice check. But I mean, that, granted, I think he deserves it. So, yeah, he does. I mean, sir, shit. How much time did he serve? <laughs> 21 years. If anyone yeah. deserves it. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's when you get blown up enough times, you think the government can toss you a couple bills or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Like, right. Um, but right, so that's the VA. The VA is actually starting to like kick into gear and like do what they need to do now. And the, a lot of the veteran affairs hospitals are a lot better than they used to be. But the Wounded Warrior Foundation, anyways, a couple years ago, the I think I don't know the president, CEO, leader, whatever the hell it was called, they were having a private party, and he rode up on a horse, and I believe he was wearing like some like two thousand dollar suit or something like that. All of it was the party, the suit, the horse. All of it was spent with donation money. Going towards the Wounded Warrior Foundation, or the Wounded Warrior Project. What? Foundation. I don't know. How do you let that happen? He got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Thank he, God he got fired. Again, I, what I don't. An idiot. I don't have a source for that story. That one was straight out of my stepdad Mike's we'll mouth. We'll take that. So I, I, mean, I don't I, care, if it, real or not. That's hilarious. First of all. Um. Yeah. That is that's awful. It's like a really fucked up story. <laughs> On a horse with like a suit, just really just flexing it. Yeah, that's a like, flex. Like you're just like that's just a you're flexing you're just a piece like a, of shit at a donation. Like yeah, like event. you're a non- you're a nonprofit. Like, like you shouldn't be in a suit. You're a nonprofit. You know, nonprofits. I remember learning about them in my environmental class, and she said she was like she knew a lot of us were business majors. It's mm-hmm. like a very common thing for business majors to take as their elective, and so they were like she was like, you can work for a nonprofit and make money. She's mm-hmm. like. That's exactly. She's like, how do you think they work? She's like, they fund themselves. Yeah. They you know, don't do that, any extra funding. They don't no. do any extra. You know, they don't like over. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just how it works. They it's don't go like, over budget. They don't pay their, um, you know, corporate staff ridiculous amounts of money. They don't do ridiculous yeah. investments or expansion. That yeah, kind of that's stuff. not what they do. What they do, but and but even then, you can still find ways to expand mm-hmm. outward, and then you then pay these people that are basically doing the same thing but just ex- are expanding, you can pay them double because yeah. it expands double. And there's ways to it. She's like, listen, you're not going to be broke if you are if you really do a good, non- a good non-profit. Yeah. Like, you can find a way to make plenty of money. You know what I mean? She's like, there's, she's like, there's so much money to go around. It's 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 like almost un- laughable. insane. It's laughable. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. 
I was looking for that word. And it was just like, like there's so much money to go around. Think about one person that makes, there's people that make 20 million a year. You know what I mean? There's people that make that. And that's like not common, but mm-hmm. you can find them. You know what I mean? A couple in per town even that you yeah, can find. Probably. It's probably a couple in Franklin. Probably a couple in just in Franklin. And then you say you took like, you could spread that out to the whole city. Yeah. And, and pay people like a good amount of I mean, money. Well, that's what, see, now we're starting to get into the realm of like different, you know, forms of political systems. Yeah. With well, you wouldn't do, I'm not saying to do that. I'm yeah, just saying I know, but you could, that shows the amount of money. That you could is. do that and a lot of people would be all set. But, uh, like, I just, I, I'm trying to like say something without like possibly getting myself into trouble in the future. Well, the, uh, we're, we're an hour and eight, no one's watching. Well, okay. like, there's probably 5% viewership. Well, whoever is watching, don't let anyone tell you that the wealth gap in this country isn't growing or isn't a huge problem. Like, the, it's just kind of going like this, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, the rich are making more money and the poor are getting poorer. That yeah. is so much as true. But then, on the other hand, you also have to understre- you have to recognize what makes someone in poverty in poverty. Like, what, what line is that when they become impoverished? And when you think about it, I believe, and if I get the actual like percent number wrong, it's my bad. It's roughly in this area. Is that they calculate the poverty line by taking the, I believe it's the average uh, annual income of each person in America, and then I, th- I believe it's thirty percent of that. Thirty percent. I average. believe that 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 part might be a little bit off, but it's it's that it's rough a weird way to do it. It's that rough concept, and if you're below that line, that's the poverty line. I would just pick a number. <laughs> Like, exactly. I, I, but I a lot of the shit the government does is really, really. I pick effective. a number per state, probably. Yeah. Actually, I pick a number like per city. I think you got enough resources to be able to figure that out. If it, dude, it's all about yeah. We do. It's the using the resources properly. That's the problem. There's so much like bureaucracy and stovepiping. And do you know what stovepiping is? Nope. All right. So <laughs> it's about to get into a whole nother thing. But I'm glad to tell you. So because this is important. This really this can kill people. Stovepiping. Stovepiping. Yeah. Just, and so. There's a hurricane. Okay. Hurricane, big one, you know, just hit Louisiana. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, the regional, uh, the 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 regional leader for FEMA is trying to get buses to go ferry people out of there. So the regional leader of FEMA in Louisiana needs to contact FEMA headquarters, which I believe is in Texas. Talk to representative there, and then the FEMA headquarters needs to talk to DHS. Back in okay. Washington D.C. because FEMA reports that the <laughs> Department of Homeland Security. Cool. Uh, the I believe the Secretary of the DHS needs to talk to the President because the President can sign a um, emergency declaration and get federal funding. Talk Before to, that, talk to old Joe. The leader of the DHS needs to talk to the leader of the DOT, okay. the Department of Transportation, to get the buses, and then the leader of the DOT needs to talk to the uh, uh, Department of Transportation headquarters wherever it is in the country, and then the Department of that goes from the Department of Transportation headquarters, wherever it is in the country, to the regional leader of the DOT back in Louisiana. And then they get the message that the, the DOT regional commander needs buses. And then so he's going to say yes to the request of the of FEMA regional leader. But to get that request all the way yeah, back to the regional the regional FEMA leader, needs to go web. back down the process. That's stovepiping. That is awful. Yes. And it's killed many people during disasters and hurricanes and tornadoes. How, do you, of how do you expedite it? Uh, remo- let the regional FEMA person and the regional DLT person talk to each other. Oh, yeah. Done. That's one way to do it. <laughs> like, boom. And Why like, can't they do that? I don't... I, 
and I just oversimplified like the fuck out no, of the whole yeah, thing. You but had to, or and else. I'm, I'm sure they do do that in some ways, but it's it's all they about... probably do it, and then they just be like, all right, now let's go through the legal shit. Yeah, like, cool. now let's do it for real. Let's do it so that we can actually do it government wise. FEMA's a lot better now than it used to be. Like during Hurricane Katrina, like and when Louisiana got like that was one of the, like the worst disasters in American history. Mm. Almost. 50% of it was because of the storm. 50% of it was because the government failed horrendously to do their jobs correctly. What year was that? Twenty Early 2000s, I think. I think it was 02, 03, maybe? It was, I read a book on it. That's probably why. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a FEMA class right now. It's just called Emergency Management. It's basically just about FEMA. Mm-hmm. We just talked, we're, and we were reading a chapter, and we are talking about how 9-11 was not necessarily an emergency management disaster. It was just a governmental failure to recognize an attack was coming because we knew an attack was coming and we'd failed to act on it, which is like a you know government bureaucracy fucked it up. And then immediately after that, uh, Katrina happened within a year or two. And then that just, and then FEMA went out and just blew it. And then they that caused a lot of shit. And they, so they've been under a lot of revamping and figuring out what it takes. So they do, um, they have the ICS now, the Incident Command System. Uh, NIMS, the uh, National Incident Management System, and like I have to take all these like certification courses for this stuff for my emergency management classes. It's a lot better than it used to be, but it's yeah. still not great. Like the vast majority of equipment used during a disaster, like a hurricane or a tornado, comes from private companies that were previously contracted by the government. So they contract them ahead of time. So as soon as a disaster happens, they can call a bulldozer company and be like, get your bulldozers out here, okay. and they'll get moving. Okay. Because unless you activate the Army Corps of Engineers, which works really, really closely with FEMA, um, they most states and stuff don't have that kind of heavy equipment that they need. Neither does the National Guard. Okay. They can activate the National Guard for manpower and like some equipment, like trucks and Humvees and shit. But they, they, they granted, they probably That's don't have neat. a huge selection of cranes and bulldozers and all that shit, which is why you. It cannot be underestimated how important as private companies are to saving lives during a, a disaster. Is that that's like that controversial? I don't think it, it shouldn't be that controversial because it's it should just be blatant blatant fact. Like our private like do people want to keep private companies out of it so they don't profit off of natural disaster? I'm still very much a rookie in all this. Like I'm kind of I kind of just spieling about like the very brief amount of stuff I've learned about this. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know if I could properly answer if that's like a controversial topic or if I that's wonder. a hot topic. I wonder that too cuz it shouldn't seem to it me shouldn't. it should it shouldn't a lot seem of times that controversial. I think though, I'm like that shouldn't be a problem then it's right? like, it is. The government turns it into a problem. There's someone that is, someone makes it a problem. I'm sure one day the media will pick that as their as their thing to make us divided sure. about. I'm just sure. wait until the next disaster happens. Just, yeah, just wait for one. Sadly. It's coming. The, yeah. the big one's coming. Oh it God. ain't going to be the next. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, just these classes I'm taking right now, they're just starting to get so specific and like so like into. That's what I know. So my classes are getting really specific. And I kind of cool. fuck with it, dude. But here's the thing. Think about all like the majors out there. And all the different specificities within specificities, 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 specifics within <laughs> within those majors, right? Let's just think about all that shit. Like for you, think about how important and how direct it is for you. Like like this emergency management stuff. Mm. Think of how like on your brain it is, like at all times when you're walking around life. Like you just you can pretty yeah. much pull up shit like on on. It's like it's like having like a tab open yeah, of all exactly. times about that. Click on it, yeah. For me, my tab is open on new products and service management. Yeah, and that's I, awesome. New, I like to 
I want to know what it's like to make shit and sell it to people. So it's, and then there's some people that are teaching psychology, mm -hmm. all this different fucking shit. So that's why it's so hard sometimes to like really understand. Like for me, I'll never really delve into like, I like to know a little about everything. I like to just, like, I like hearing you yeah. say pretty much like, I always say this to you. I'm like, what yeah. do you know? Like I like to ask cause I just like to know things. Mm -hmm. But in in reality, like it's not anything that I'll ever like act upon. So like for you, like you understand, oh, this is a very pressing thing. Like mm -hmm. I need to like make sure people understand like what the hell is going on with like all this type of stuff, and that's great. But just like you need to do that, there's a million other people with a million other purposes that are all trying to get their thing to like the forefront mm. and like trying to like push their like what they think's most important. Yeah, it's so cool. I I just I, <laughs> I enjoy so cool. like how everyone specializes in something cuz oh, like I'm awesome. never going to I'm never going to like in most cases going to treat someone differently cuz like I know more than they do about a specific topic, but yeah. I I also want you to recognize that I probably know more than you about this about topic. The, yeah, and I'd not, like for me like I would never even like and i would I ask you everything yeah I ask you everything. same way with you i would never go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you in like business strategies and like marketing and shit that is your area of it's expertise just, yeah. in the same way that i would hope you recognize that like i know a lot of shit about the government and yeah like how like, the military yeah. works like and i that ask kind of you stuff. like you're like the person i ask if i have yeah. like, a question like that you're the person i ask mm -hmm. it's like if i have something like about like we have a lot of nurses in our friend group i ask them like mm -hmm. hey like so what should i do with like this. You know I, what I mean, almost, they, they, I heard them talking upstairs. They were talking about like like Liana. So if I'm given drugs by by my doctor, my doctor's like, take three of these a day. Mm -hmm. I don't even like think. I just take three I a day. Just do it. They are like looking at like the like the, the bottle compound. They're looking yeah. at the bottle. They're like, yeah, you should take. They're like, yeah, you should take three of these a day. Like without even me telling. Like Liana didn't even tell them yet. Like yeah, take three mm -hmm. of these a day. Like they like know this shit. Yeah, it's like scary. Yeah, like, it's it's drugs and like, it, but I mean, it's their profession. It's their profession. Yeah, and if I you mean, threw them in like a and like you like, all right, uh, tell us the marketing cycle. Tell yeah, us fucked. the four phases of like yeah, the of same, how to make a new product. I mean, have you seen some of the tell shit they have to like learn? Man, and like, emergency management. And then if oh. I go up there and I'm like, all right, they're like, all right, just uh, treat this patient that has like jaundice, whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. Treat this. I'm like, fucking how with what. Like, I put, an I, put an IV in. I'm like, okay. I call them one. Like, <laughs> I literally call them. I think I could put an IV in. I think I could do I that. I couldn't do that. I think I'm I scared. could. I know how it works. You get, get the get the get the blood vessel. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. That's scary. I've had blood drawn once. and I did not like it. Oh, I had blood drawn. Oh my god. I used to, have to do it. So I got this. I used to have bad acne. Mm -hmm. I got this medication, and in order to make sure that I wasn't getting fucked up too crazy by it, it made you extremely dry. Dehydrated yep. you was insane. Um, Basically, yeah, dries you I, out. I think I had one similar. Yes, and I had like I got like the top of the line because my backing was pretty bad, and it made my lips like always Crap. chapped at all times for yep. six months straight. My lips were chapped. Crazy time in my life. Forgot about it. I forget about it all the time. But um, and then I remember I had to go in once a month and get my blood checked to make sure I was all right mm -hmm. and make sure I was reacting to it properly. And I don't like needles in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like that's just one going in my arm. Like whatever. Like. Like, yeah, vaccines are whatever. Where. Like once you see, but once it, you see like the blood, like they're going at like a vein, like they're getting like a oh, and like when oh, you and, I don't you, like and you like three D picture it in your head and you can see the needle <laughs> going, going into, into my vein, body like, and just pure penetrating a vein that's not supposed to penetrate. My body knows. No, my body yeah, knows. Like you, it knows very well. You get goosebumps. Oh, this old lady. She was so nice to me. Got her every time. I walked with her and she was like. Hi, hon. Oh, you're shaking. I'm like, I'm like, nah, nah, I do this, like, all the time. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm not shaking, but I am nervous. And she was like, 
Oh, don't don't be worried. She like she and then uh she knew she had me one day. She brought in some cookies and she was like, "Here's a cookie." She was so old and sweet. Oh, I want to give her a hug. She was so tall, so oh, small. That's so sweet. And then she gave me like a cookie. She was like, "Just eat that." Like. But not while I'm putting the needle in. I want to miss. I was like, and I was like, no. Oh, you made it worse. I was like, you made it worse. <laughs> she was so sweet. Dude. But, yeah, the, that was scary. The best doctor I've ever had is either the one I have now. Doctor uh, doesn't matter, but. <laughs> doctor don't matter. Yeah. Um, And then I had this one doctor back in uh, uh when I lived in Attleboro. And I only went to him once because I only lived there for a year. So I had one physical with him. And I just remember he, I, my mom was in the room and he was getting a vaccine ready for me. And he's so he's talking to me, he's talking to my mom, he's talking to me. And then like he literally does this, like in the middle of the conversation, just goes and I look at it and then he just goes, Bah <laughs> with the vaccine. I was like, Oh genius. I was like, damn. Some that was of them because some of them they know it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Like they know like there's nothing they can do about it. Like yeah. I can put this in as perfectly as I want, it's gonna hurt them. Yeah. So they just like they, I got messed with too. I think they were like they were like, Alright, I'm gonna put this in three three, two, one, all right, three. And then yeah, went, and I was like, You're like fuck you never falling for that again but uh i don't mind vaccines that like they suck i hate them like i yeah. I don't ever like want to get one but that's like, the thing i'll let you continue actually then i'll, then I'll say okay, what the okay. thing is i don't actually ever want to get one but you don't I, I was gonna no i was gonna go somewhere with this but i forgot the point i was gonna make i came in real hot with that that's the thing it's okay so I came you in real, just, I came in what's the thing real the thing is with COVID vaccine. Oh, God. I got it. Mm-hmm. Me too. I have it. I'm vaccinated. I'm going to get the booster when I can. I'm going to do these things. I don't think I need it. <laughs> like, no. I just don't think. If for, if I only cared about me and myself only, if I didn't have family at home that literally would not hug me unless I had it, mm-hmm. then I would not get it. Because in the end, in the end, do you really, you're not, I'm not going to die. Mm. Most likely. Looking at the numbers, looking at what I know, I have no comorbidity, comorbidities, I have no, pro, no morbidities in general. I have no problems with my health. I have no, like, I'm young, mm. spry. My immune system is insane. Freak athlete. Freak athlete. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so like you, you'd look at the cats, you'd think, but, uh, I'm not going to, so I don't need <laughs> look it. at the cats. You look at the cast, you'd think I was an elite. You'd think I was a, an Olympian level athlete. Really and uh, I just, I don't need it. So I understand when people do, like, people get really mad at people that don't get the vaccine. People get, like, upset. They're like, you're just ruining it for all of us. For me, I'm like, okay, I understand why you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Like, if your family's okay with it, if you, if, like, yeah. if all this and you're young and you don't have any, you know, morbidities or anything, then why would you? You know, like, you're just putting something in your body for no reason at that point. Yeah, exactly. And so to, cir- to circle back to like things that uh, automatically make you like make me like really at the start not like you as a person is mm-hmm. when someone freaks out over you not having a vaccine. Like they freak the fuck out. Like, like you're mind. literally killing people. And I'm like, I guarantee you, he hasn't killed a single fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guarantee you, he's probably caused minimal harm yeah, to minimal. anybody on this planet. He just yeah. doesn't want to put in a vaccine that was rushed into production into his body and don't really know the long term side effects, if any. It, it was we get. Yeah, you know, I understand. I still got it. I still got it. Like, I, I mean... Because, you know, fucking YOLO or whatever. Yeah, like, like, you only live once. I don't, even, I don't want kids. I don't care if I'm infertile. Like, I don't care. I don't think there's a big issue. Like, I didn't. I've done enough research where I'm like, okay, 
I know I'll, I'm gonna be alright. Yeah, I'm gonna be alright. Cause but really, like, what the fuck are they gonna put in this thing to wear? And why would they kill all, all the sheep? All the guys, all the exactly. people. Exactly. That's my biggest. I think why I would they see do that Joe Rogan. It wasn't a Joe Bill Rogan. Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Why would they do that? Why would uh, they want everybody that listens it, to them to it not? It doesn't make sense. If anything, they're gonna put out like some gas into the air that yeah. murders people that don't have it. Don't even get me started on gas right now. Taking a course on WMDs. Shit's fucked. <laughs> what do you mean? WMDs, like weapons of mass destruction. Oh, oh. Those yeah, are cool. CNBR, chemical, nuclear, uh, radiological, biological. I said that in the wrong order. CNBR, chemical, nuclear, biological, radiological. Um, weapons of mass destruction are easily the coolest things that dude that live in this, that are exist on this earth. Before we wrap this up, I need to get this out of my chest right now because my professor said something in class the other day in my intelligence and national security class that I didn't was not a fan of because I have <laughs> other sources that tell me differently. And I think if you're teaching on a college level, you shouldn't say something that's not substantiated by actual sources. Supposedly, the narrative, the reason we went to war with Iraq the second time and after 9/11 was for WMDs. That was the narrative. They, he was using it on his own people, which, okay. he, which he was. Yeah. Um, and then we went in there, and we found no WMDs. That is blatantly not true. That is blatantly... We didn't find a lot of them by any means. There was no. a couple. Guys from the 82nd Airborne got hit. Guys from 101st got hit. Not a lot of them did, but a couple of them did, and those who did got kind of fucked All up. All matters is one. Exactly. But what we do know is that before we invaded or during the invasion, because they uh, – Syria. You know Syria? Yep. There's, you know Syria. <laughs> yeah. There, there's UAV footage of them driving the chemical weapons into Syria during the, the pre and, like, beginning stages of the conflict. Them driving all the chemical weapons into Syria. And then, and then we start to think about the timeline a little bit here. Wait a second. Bring it together. Wait, right wait well, a second. What started happening in Syria? Oh, wait. They started gassing all their citizens. That's right. Where did they get those chemical weapons from? I don't know. <laughs> like, Interesting. It's crazy. It's a like, real like it's wild a, coincidence. Yeah, it's a real mind boggle. And then, sorry, that was my thing about WMDs because that bugged me the other day when the professor said something. I almost raised my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I almost raised my hand. You should. No, it's a, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy that calls out a professor like actually Yeah, I definitely like, don't want to call him out. Maybe email him though. Be yeah, like because yeah, in the idea. end like I realized these three once I've got you know three thousand, four thousand level courses, that's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at them and I'm talking to these, and like it does feel like much more of a conversation. Yeah. The 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 further up you get because they're really just talking. They're like, listen, this is what I know. And a lot of these guys aren't teachers. Like, that I'm talking, the people I'm mm-hmm. talking to, they're not teachers. They're just businessmen that, like, yeah. teach a class. You know what I mean? Like, on the side. Well, that's, yeah, it's just kind of the same way over it's here. Really cool. And it's I'm awesome. Like, and I'm like, all right, so I'm learning from their experience. And he's my guy that says all the time, like, this guy will yell. He's in my class. He's, he's like, listen, guys, I work, he's like, I worked in the medical field for big pharma. He's mm-hmm. like, so in the end, my experience, what I know, comes from that. He's like, and I, I obviously know I have many friends and I've worked with I, I, with other industries and all that. But in the end, that's my expertise. That's what I know the best. And if you know something about something else, let me know. If your dad works for, like, construction instead mm-hmm. or, like, whatever, like, some like the, at, like, the corporate level, then let me know if I'm, if I'm making a mistake or if I'm not explaining the entire yeah, thing. Exactly. Like, it's more of a conversation the higher up you go. Because then teachers are less, they're more open to saying I'm wrong. Yeah. Or I don't and know. The, the the thing I like about these classes that I'm having right now, it, as opposed to a lot of like the base, cl- <laughs> the base classes that I was having, <laughs> um, 
a lot of them, my professors at first were researchers. That was the thing. And most of my professors now still do research, yeah, they but do they, research they also have other shit going on. Like my emergency management professor, he was a lieutenant colonel in the Army Corps of Engineers. That's so cool. And he was also, did work for FEMA. He worked for, uh, he was in, he handled Hurricane uh, Ida, and I think he had something to do with Katrina, I believe. Um, well, my, my professor from, during my terrorism class, he served in the British military. He's done. British military? Is he, he British? He is British. British I believe accent? he was British. Uh, got a British doctor, accent? Yeah, a little bit. He's got not, cool. nothing crazy, but a little I like bit, a little, 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 little taste is cool. Uh, I believe he was in the British military, Dr. Pelliger. Um, and then uh, he's done multiple like expeditions because this thing's terrorism. He does a lot of research about this. He's done multiple expeditions to Israel. He's done been all over the place. Um, one of his students got blown up while in Israel by um, is uh, the, I think it's is it Hamas. No, it has, it's either Hamas or Hezbollah is the Palestinian one. Um, and it got blown up by them in a diner. One of his, wow. like, students. Yeah, like, it was fucked. And I was like, damn. Like, that shit's crazy. But, like, I'm actually learning from people. But that's like, experience. Yeah, it's you know a literal I mean? experience. Like, that's, that's real. It's not like you're, that's not your middle school Spanish teacher who, mm. like, went to Spain for a semester and knows some Spanish like, and now is no, teaching they, sixth like, graders because I have no idea what, what red is. Like, when he, when he goes on a research expedition, he wears a bulletproof vest. Basically, that's fucked. Like this guy, like these people are real. No, he's a stud. And something about that, like it feels more genuine. Like you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm happy with it. But uh, yeah, Kev, we are at hour thirty. I was just about to do this. But, yeah, I think we we did a good job. I think we did full, a solid full job. hour and a half, pretty much. How was your experience? I loved it. This was awesome. You want to know something I noticed though? What? After watching a bunch of the other ones, what? We never did an introduction. <sighs> Something. That's okay. That is okay. It's okay. Um, if anyone made it this far, my <laughs> name is Kevin Morris. I'm a junior criminal justice major with a concentration in Homeland Security at UMass Lowell. Yeah. Um, I might throw this in the beginning. I like tacos. <laughs> you like tacos? <laughs> oh, my God. I always forget. I do it, like, once every, like, five times. I forget to you. I need to. I feel like I need to at least say the name. Mm. But now I'll probably throw it. At some point, whenever I say your name the first time, I'm just going to throw your name up there. No, nah, dude, it doesn't matter to me. I don't give a shit people know who I am or not. I had a great time. And now I get to go watch You're in the title. And now you get to go watch Shang-Chi with Pops. What That's better, what's man? up. All right, kid. Appreciate it. Thank Absolutely you for having me. Absolutely great time. Of course. Good job.